0: We want to welcome all of you from across Cobb and Paulding counties and all of you also watching in various locations literally across this nation and even world. From our church staff team here at Burn Hickory Baptist, we just want to wish you today a Merry Christmas. I don't know what your morning or your day has been like so far. Maybe you've already opened up everything and there's wrapping paper everywhere. Maybe you're still in your PJs and your waiting till all this is done and get out of the way to have lunch, maybe bust out the gifts then. Whatever the case, we invite you. Whether you're by yourself or you're far from where you want to be or you've gathered with your family or friends, we are bringing church to you today. And we want to worship all together in thousands of locations. Look, we don't want you just to observe. We want you to participate. In the next couple of minutes, yeah, you can sit back and listen to the songs you want if you want. But we want to invite you to worship, to sing along, to be present, to engage as we open up God's Word and talk about the life-giving, eternal gift of Christmas. We want to go back to the true meaning of the season of why we celebrate this day some 2,000 years later after Jesus came to this earth. So regardless of where you find yourself today or how your day has gone so far, from the thousands of locations as one church, and more importantly, to one God, we invite you to worship with us.
1: honor and mercy mild and God oh, yeah.
0: you pray with me Lord we are so thankful that today we get to be in your presence we're thankful for you creating us in your image we're thankful for the fact that we can know you we're thankful for the cross we're thankful today especially for you Emmanuel God with us walk with us in these next couple of minutes as we open up your word and challenge us jesus to see the amazing offer of the gift that you have given us and it's in your name we pray amen one of the most notable traditions of all christmas time is the act of giving gifts In fact, many of you, just this morning, right where you're sitting, you woke up early, you spent the morning possibly having a great breakfast, and now you're checking out all the new stuff, right? You're opening your gifts. Well, that is unless your parents are making you wait until all this is over. But don't worry, it won't be long. You know, the Bible in Matthew chapter 2 describes part of the Christmas story, and it even mentions gifts. It mentions these wise men from the east that came from Jerusalem to worship Jesus and gave him gifts. In fact, Matthew chapter 2, verse 11 says this, On coming into the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense, and myrrh. The wise men gifted Jesus with gifts that described who he was, with gold because he was known as the king of kings, with frankincense because he was to be the high priest and the connector of God, and with myrrh because myrrh was the spice of death that represented the sacrifice that they knew Jesus was going to give. So gifts have been a part of Christmas for a long, long time. In fact, you can probably still remember some of your favorite gifts from childhood or adulthood. I remember as a kid, one of my favorite gifts was this blow-up punching bag. I'm pretty sure it was a clown. And no matter what you did to this clown, it would pop right back up. You could punch it, kick it, wrestle, tackle it. It would not stay fallen over. It was one of my favorite gifts. I can remember it. Your favorite gifts may be a first BB gun or a mood ring, possibly an Atari 2600, pet rock, maybe a Rubik's Cube or Cabbage Patch doll, a pet. Maybe you got Xbox, jewelry, cell phone. I don't know what yours is. There's lots of generations. But here's what I want to say. Have you ever thought about why we give gifts? You know, the reality is we give gifts to show that we care, to show that we love. Now, it's Christmas Day, and we could talk about gifts that we give all day long. But what I want to do this is not talk about gifts, but I want to talk about the gift. You see, there's a big difference of gifts and the gift. See, I want to talk about the gift that is bigger than just this season, And it's the gift of eternity. It's the gift of salvation. It's the gift that comes through the person of Jesus that's given to mankind. You see, the Bible is very clear in Romans chapter 5 where it says this, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. You see, that's the bad news, right? What does that mean? That means that if you're hearing this today, that you were born into sin. You were born in a fallen world. You were born as a sinner that is in need of Savior. And I know that's heavy, but wait, there's good news to go with that because there's a compliment to that verse in verse 17 of Romans 5. It says this, For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? So what does that mean? That means as bad as it is that sin entered the world through one man, through Adam, right? Jesus is the one man who has come to bring the cure. This is John three sixteen, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God didn't send his son, listen to this, into the world to condemn the world, but to save him. Let me tie all this together and kind of bring it together. You see, the wise men brought gifts that represented Jesus. The gold, the frankincense, the myrrh. These were given to Jesus, Right? But God gave us a gift that reached into our condition and that gave us a way back to God. And now what Jesus has done by coming on this day is to give us himself, to give us salvation. And listen, there is no greater gift. In fact, I want you to see how God describes the gift of Jesus through the angel in the birth story of Jesus. I want you to read along with me if you have a copy of Scripture. In Luke chapter 2, it says this. says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping the watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified." But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. You see, this is the gift of Jesus. It's the description by the angels from God to the shepherds of the gift of Jesus. And this gift, it shaped history, it split time, it offered the perfect sacrifice, Jesus, for our sin. And listen closely, this gift changed things. This gift brought blessings and this gift brought amazement to all who were part of the time when Christ was born. But it also brings it to us. You see, the Bible describes this sense of amazement around the birth of Christ. It describes that all the people at the birth of Jesus were amazed at what was happening. They had been looking to it for years. Over the last month and burn hickory, we have been walking through some of the lives in this event. There was this sense of amazement that something big was happening. A Messiah was coming. A Savior was here. But there was also this paradox of what was happening. Think about it for just a second. Mary, for instance. God was born as a baby, but Mary is staring at a baby in the crib of the God who made her. Also, the timing was a paradox, right? In the eyes of the world, this was a horrible time for Christ to be born. It was crowded. There was no room. There was no place to stay. It was dirty, but it was perfect in God's eyes. That's why the census happened, to draw them to Bethlehem, to fulfill the prophecy for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem. The first census in years was made by God. You see, this gift of Jesus and this paradoxical thinking is in so many things all the way through Jesus's life. Jesus would get hungry but he would feed 5,000 people he would get thirsty but he would walk on water he would get tired but he healed the sick and he rose from the dead he died a criminal's death but he rose triumphantly in power why because Jesus was God and Jesus was man Jesus was the son of man and Jesus was the son of God Jesus was son of man that entered our sufferings and our shame and our pain. He shared our wounds. He bore our sin. But on the other side, he was God. Because only God can save us. As Apenstasius, our African theologian friend, said 1,700 years ago, Jesus became what we are. That's sinful human flesh, right? That he might make us what he is. That's an eternal son of God. Or Tony Evans says it like this, because he's the son of man, he would have nowhere to lay his head. But because he was the son of God, he could give billions shelter beneath his wings. This is the amazing gift. That the God-man Jesus has come to give us life-changing salvation. And this should lead us to cherish him, to give him honor and respect, to see the bigness of the offer of salvation to all mankind. You see, I want you to see the bigness of the gift that Jesus brings, but I also want you to see just how personal it really is. In fact, look back with me at Luke chapter 2, verse 11, and let me just point out a couple things to you today. Luke 2, 11 says this again. It says, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, and he is the Lord. You know what this means? This means that God gave you the gift of a Savior. It's nothing that we've earned. It's nothing we deserved. It's nothing that we can pay back. It was a gift. And that gift, it shows us a couple things. First of all, this gift shows us this day that that we're loved. Look, I know the holidays are full of love, but I also know there's many of you that are struggling this year, and and feeling love is kind of the last thing that's on your mind. You may be coming off the worst year of your life. There may have been a death recently that just rocked you. This may be an incredibly hard season of family for you, and you feel alone. Please know that today, the gift of Jesus shows you among a whole lot of other things that, that you are loved and that you're valued and that he wants you. In fact, the verse we just read, John three sixteen, told us, for God so loved you that he gave you his son. Jeremiah 31, three says this. It says, I have loved you, he said, with an everlasting love. And I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. 1 John 4, 9 says, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that, that we might live through him. And Ephesians 2, verse 4 and 5 says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ When we were dead in our transgressions, and it is by grace that you have been saved. Listen, no one is kidding around and saying that circumstances aren't hard because they are. In fact, circumstances are rough, but the gift of Jesus brings hope, and the gift of Jesus brings it in the form of love. Number one, it shows us that we're loved, but the gift of Jesus, number two, shows us that you can be forgiven that you can be forgiven, why else would God, in all of his wisdom, feel it was necessary for Jesus to leave heaven, put on this suit of flesh, and to walk this planet? Why? Because it was an offer of the only pure sacrifice for us. And you see, it's the only way that a pure sacrifice could sacrifice themselves for our sin debt. This wasn't a temporary sacrifice like a lamb in the Old Testament that covered you for a year. This was an eternal sacrifice through Jesus. In fact, Ephesians 1.17 says in him, that's in Jesus, right? We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And then Hebrews 10:17 says this, their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Look, when we embraced Jesus, he wipes the slate clean. Forever, your past no longer defines you, your former faults no longer shape you, and you are free. And you're forgiven. Because of the gift of Jesus. The gift of Jesus shows that you are loved, it shows that you can be forgiven. And number three, it shows that you can live forever. You can live forever with Jesus. You can't deny that there is a sense in all mankind's heart that this planet really can't be all that there is. And that's not, it's not uncommon. Do you know why? Because we're created. As eternal beings and the gift of Jesus gives us not just some eternal life but it gives us eternal life with God in fact Romans six twenty three says that the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord this is the gospel this is the message of the gospel It's the message that we celebrate today that Jesus in my place has given me life, has given me the gift of salvation. Jesus lived the life that I should have lived and died the death that I deserve to die. And Jesus trades places with me. How? He got the penalty for my sin and I got the gift of his righteousness. And now, check this out church, it is finished, is written on my life. Theologians call that gift righteousness. God's righteousness has been given to us as a gift. Please hear this. This is the essential message of Christmas. The essential message of Christmas is not give gifts and be better and go to church. The message of Christmas is that Christ loved you so much he gave. And the message is that we are to respond to that gift with not just a day of our life, but with our whole life. And we are to embrace wholly this gift of being forgiven and living with him forever. Which points out something else, the last thing about the gift of Christmas. The gift of Jesus has to be received. It has to be received. Think back to the gift that possibly you just opened or or you're about to open. Any gift that has to be received has to be opened. It has to be used. It has to be tried on or really, catch this, it's really not of any value to the person that is getting the gift. And salvation through Jesus is the same way. You see, Jesus offers this gift. That's his role. Our role is to accept it and to submit to him as Lord. Listen closely to this. What you need this Christmas, it's not another set of t-shirts or the new iPhone. What your soul is really looking for is love, it's forgiveness, and it's life. And that's the gift that Jesus brings to you. In fact, John 1.12 says this. Yet to all who did receive him, to all who believed in his name, He gave the right to become children of God. Let me ask you today, have you received this gift? Go back to the text in Luke 2.11. It's our theme verse for the whole day, right? Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Have you received this gift of Jesus You do it, the text just told us by doing what? By submitting to him as Lord. What does that mean? That means that you're taking yourself off of the leadership of your life and you are allowing him to make the decisions. But it also means you're inviting him to be your savior. What does that mean? That means you are opening up your heart and you're saying, I know that I can't do it, but Jesus, you can. So just like this morning, the gift is there. The gift has already been placed by the person gifting it. The offer is present. Here's my question to you. Will you follow it? Will you respond? Would you pray with me this morning? Lord Jesus, I pray that in the quietness of homes all across this community that Lord Jesus you are dealing with hearts today and that you are showing us this gift of salvation that you have given us God I'm praying for hearts today that need to submit their hearts to you that need to say Lord Jesus I know that I'm a sinner I know that I need to turn to you would you give me life come into my heart and be my Lord I'm praying for hearts today, Jesus, that it's been a long time since they have connected with you. That today they would realize the gift that has been given and they would walk in it. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for being Emmanuel. And we thank you for giving us life. Lord Jesus, it's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. much for taking time out of your day today just to celebrate this gift with us I know you're with us today but we would love for you to come check out one of our services at Burnt Hickory we'd love for you to become part of the family our website is burnthickory.com and if there is anything that we can do to serve you to serve your family or to walk beside you in any area of your family's lives man do us a favor Bless us by allowing us to walk with you. Merry Christmas to you. Have a fabulous day and God bless you.